0: Welcome to Yentl and Nikki's Podcast. We're just two Jersey girls that are insanely bored and ready to talk about anything, everything, and sometimes, honestly, nothing at all.
1: Welcome to Yentl and Nikki's Podcast. In this episode, we talk about Nikki's love for temperpedic mattresses. We also discuss what being an empath is, and what that means to society, and how we embrace other people's emotions and how we take those on. In addition, we talk about therapy and the process of even obtaining therapy. We hope you enjoy our episode, and please stay tuned and like and subscribe. Hello!
0: (laughs) Oh, that was so nice. (laughs) That was so, oh, that was beautiful. Yes. Wait, did you ever, did you ever sing?
1: Like, were you in choir Um, or anything? I did. I did a little choir here and there throughout life, but I was, I was too shy to like really embrace anything. So. Oh. Yeah.
0: But that, okay. I didn't even know you like, you dabbled with the, uh, with the choir, like high school or?
1: Uh, middle school choir. Oh. Oh. Um, not in high school. I had like full blown like shyness by high school. So.
0: Oh, I got that. Yeah.
1: I need to be behind the scenes in everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. were, were you alto or soprano? Alto. Or, I know. Right. i alto.
0: I'm all, I'm here for the alto. I'm going yes, to
1: assume yes. you were not soprano. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> what gave it away? Anyway, greetings all. Hi Hello. everybody.
1: Hello. Hi,
0: hi everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and another fun thing. I should have led up with this before we started recording. I think we're official. We are official on Spotify. What? Um, I fixed it. Girl, if anyone hears this one and wants to drop me a line about, like, doing your own podcast and just, like, chatting about it, it's so confusing. So, like, it got rejected and I couldn't understand why. I'll be honest, I still am not 100% sure (laughs) how I fixed it, but it seems to be okay. And I think, so if you, like, go into Spotify and you do a search, like... Mm -hmm. Of our podcast, it will it shall come up. The cover art is different though. I think that was that might have been what was um fucking it up before. So I'm gonna okay. see if we can revert back to what we had originally, but mm-hmm. right now is a very um basic kind of colorful just text. Nothing nothing too much going on in the background. But okay. yeah. So we we as official right. um We fancy. Yeah. We fancy, we, we really dip. out here yeah, out here in these podcast streets. Holla!
1: <laughs> so what what are we uh, getting into? Well, I well, we're recording after a weekend. So first off, was the weekend good? Oh, weekend weekend was good. Weekend was all right.
0: Yeah. um, you know, some some personal stuff had gone down that was a little, you know, whatever. but, mm. um. The weekend yeah it was all right caught up with a lot of friends which is great um because yeah the weeks just sort of fly by and you forget that like you haven't seen people in a while right um right so no caught up with some friends did um went with one friend to oh fuck what's it called in new york there is now this like floating i i don't know what to call it floating well, I guess all islands float. That sounds stupid, but it's like a, (laughs) like a man. Yeah. I was like, it's a, like a man-made, I guess, island. Um, and I think it's called little Island and it's kind of like off of the West side, um, by like Fourteenth 13th street. So it's like kind of this new park touristy area. We went there. It was super nice. Mm -hmm. Um, very crowded though. Very, very crowded. So, you know, we definitely felt, excuse me, compelled to like, just still wear, a, still wear a mask because yeah. there's just so many people.
1: Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Feel compelled to wear a mask. Because Delta variant doesn't give a shit about vaccinations. So. No, it doesn't.
0: No. It does not seem to... It's It's coming for you. It's it, coming I feel like it's, for it's, it's coming important. for all of us.
1: It's coming for all of us, to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I know, I'm trying to like wrap my head around that because I'm like, I'm vaccinated. Like, I'm sick of this shit. I don't want to mm. wear a mask. And yet every minute on the internet, I see, Hey, I'm vaccinated. Still got COVID. Now I won't die, but it's still not great. So right. wear your fucking mask. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think especially it just, there's just some areas now where, you know, and this is like, this could be like a, another conversation about like being in different areas and, and the, the what do you call it? Like the population density. But like, yeah, I think depending on where you're at, it, You know, to go back to the example of us doing this little trip to Little Island, Mm -hmm. there's just so many people, so it just just feels like it negates. Yeah, it negates the whole like, oh, but you're outside, and but I'm like, yeah, sure, but we are not distanced at all.
1: Correct. If you're at Lollapalooza, I don't think it matters. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right,
0: right. right. That's what it. Yeah, and that's basically what it felt like. It was just like park Lollapalooza. Mm -hmm. Um, so no, so that was Friday, and then. Yesterday, caught up with some friends, did like the Bryant Park thing, chilled out there. Oh, you had
1: a New York City dude. I had a New York, oh, weekend. I had like a New York it. weekend.
0: it. was nice. I have it have was nice. And,
1: I have to come up and visit.
0: Yes, please. And I also need to come out and visit.
1: Yeah. I yeah. I think work. we're just going to
0: do the car. I think we're just going to fucking just fucking buy a car. Yeah. Do it. We yeah. are. We are looking at things. We're okay. going to make it happen. Okay, but yeah, so that was our weekend. How
1: was your weekend? It was good. I had a friend visit from out of town. Um, an old friend from the throes of high school. Oh, um, and we had a good time. We we did something cool that I've never done before, which was axe throwing. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I don't know if uh, New York City has gotten the axe throwing thing. So first of all, we get to the yeah. place. And I had called ahead because I wasn't sure if I needed a reservation or not. And they said, Hey, you don't need a reservation, but don't come before six o'clock because we have a tournament going and there's no room for outsiders. I said, Okay. And I get there and I'm like, first of all, a tournament, like, okay. And then like I get there and it is hardcore mixed gender. So male and female. And they are hardcore tournamenters. They had their own axes and backpacks. And
0: No, they didn't.
1: They did. I didn't like. I was like, I didn't know this was a thing until maybe nine months ago. Um, actually, when COVID hit, because I was on a committee at my job, and we were trying to plan an outdoor event, and that mm. was one of the options. So I'm like, now a year later, which I'm sure it existed before a year later, but a year later when I was aware of it, <laughs> mm, it was like, right leagues and like this think this league was from philly and they were doing something in my city and i'm just like holy shit this is like a big deal there was like hardcore people with like t-shirts and backpacks full of different styles and and shapes of accents i don't know i don't know if like that i don't don't like like the competitive part and i was actually kind of like intimidated when i first came in and saw all these like hardcore people with their things and then They all left as they were cleaning out. And then we had like a personal when you this one, this particular company in particular, when they guide you in, especially when you're a newbie like us, they have someone literally stand there like a person working there and they train you and then they host a competition. Okay. so there isn't like, all right, here are the rules by they show you Mm -hmm. how to do it. They give you tricks and they give you different styles on how to throw um, and then they do a little competition and it was really fun and so much fun that I want to do it again. So,
0: but like, do you, do you, do you legit think that some of these folks had their own a- I'm gonna, a- axes?
1: Yes. They had backpacks with their yes. own axes. I was Absolutely. very intimidated. Everyone was, as they were leaving this tournament, literally mm. probably, it was probably almost a hundred people. But everyone that left the, the building, because it's a big warehouse, everyone left the building with a backpack with an axe sticking out of it. So it's, like, really competitive. And, like, there's leagues. But,
0: but that just feels weird to me because that feels like, uh, I don't know, like, competitive. I mean, I guess this does exist. Like, gun yeah. shooting or, like, yeah. yeah that,
1: well, I don't know it's probably not that hardcore, like, competitive gun shooting. But, you know. But, but just and, the idea that, like. Think of darts
0: yeah but like these are axes like that's what feels so weird to me like there's just motherfuckers sitting at home like sharpening their axe like trying to find you know the which which metal works best in order to ensure that it glides through the air like that's
1: weird and that's and that's exactly what people are doing who are into this it's strange i didn't know it was a thing i thought it was just kind of something fun to do just to pass time like any other thing in the world but with every other thing in the world there are people who are serious about this shit there's competitive there's leagues there's competitions Mm -hmm. and tournaments and shit is real and it's co-ed it's, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, whatever makes you happy in this fucking day and age. So, um, great for them. But I was just like, this is a lot I'm going to leave because I'm I'm not going with these crazy acts people. And then everyone left and I was like, okay, now this is like a social thing. It's not like competitive. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. I did not know that existed uh, in, in terms of like the, the competition piece. Did not. Um, wow. Wow.
1: But um, I do reckon it hmm. was it was really really fun.
0: Yeah, we've done it. Um, we went to some spot in Jersey. Um, it was like me, uh, husband, one of my brothers, and like a group of his friends. And yeah, it was like, I mean, they didn't they weren't serious about it. But the, the other thing that I thought was so weird, and this is just me, you could also drink. Yeah, and I was like, I it was off. like, I I do not like the idea. Of people just getting shit-faced Throwing an axe Like thankfully you know it was It was okay but I could Easily see that
1: We thought going. the same thing we were like so like As people get drunk And right. their grip becomes looser yeah. This could be a very hazardous thing Yes, yes. But It was encouraged So yep. I don't I mean I don't know I'm gonna assume like you know, it, I'm sure there's not accidents every day, but I'm going to assume at some point there has been accidents. There's got
0: to be. Yeah. I mean, even just like, right, like for me, so when I went there, I was terrible. And there was a, there was one time where, like, it slipped out of my hand because, I and I, and I wasn't even drinking. I wasn't even drinking. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. I was just like, how do I hold this? <laughs> and, like, went to, like, gear up, and it kind of just, like, slipped. Um, so, yeah, it's... It, it, it was fun, though. I will totally admit there is something about throwing an axe into, <laughs> into a, a piece of wood. Right, right, <laughs> right. I couldn't quite get the, the um, uh, direction down. Like, I felt like some people were really good about getting it towards the center. And it was, I could not. No matter how hard I tried, it was just like, it would barely hit the fucking... Board
1: or, like, you know,
0: <laughs> looking like a dartboard. But Who knows? yeah,
1: I may be one of those bearded guys in a month with a backpack with an axe. So we'll see.
0: <laughs> it's like when I just, when I think of that, when I hear of that, I just automatically think of like The Walking Dead. <laughs> um, what else? We, we're watching Van Helsing, some show on like Netflix. Like, that's what I envision. Like, motherfuckers getting ready for the zombie apocalypse or vampire <laughs> apocalypse. Because that could also happen. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So no. Okay. Yeah. That is, Um. that sounds like a, a, a weekend. So was that just Saturday? Or I'm sorry, that was, was that Friday?
1: That was, that was Saturday. Um, what did we do mm. on Friday? I had people over, you know, all the three people I know in this city. Mm-hmm. And had a little get together. Grilled out. Used, used my handy dandy grill for the first Ooh. time made some na- delicious, not nasty, like in a good way, delicious, nasty. <laughs> delicious, guac- nasty, okay. Right, right, right. Guacamole and mm. had some white wine, kebabs, and salmon. Ooh. And it was good. Ooh. It was like my first time hosting people at my house. And like, yeah, it felt good. So I'm looking forward to doing that again.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I did. It was so nice. You might have to share some, uh, grilled salmon recipes i need like i love salmon but i feel like i i don't know what else to do with it like go i'm go very ahead. basic with my salmon
1: i mean mines minds is basic the only difference was it was on a grill but um you know basic seasoning as far as we did lemon and you know salt and pepper
0: salt and pepper okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah
1: just throw it on the grill instead
0: no i'm sure the grill like yeah, gives a different stuff yeah. flavor it gives a yep. little flavor
1: yeah Okay, look at you adulting. I know, I
0: know. Having having people over. I, I like, like it. I know. How's your how's your place? Is it like officially all set up? Is, is there still some uh... at
1: all. Um...
0: <laughs> any more visits from your friendly neighbor? Um uh...
1: <laughs> No. We're, we're it's quiet in these streets mm. lately, <laughs> in, lately anyway. Um, mm. no, it's not set up because like I've ordered all this stuff even before me closing on the house. And when mm. I learned it is a wood shortage, uh, materials are hard to, come really? by. there is no one did anything last year. So now okay. everyone's buying yeah. houses and buying furniture and they're like, Oh yeah. Lead times are like, you know, four months. So good luck with you. Yes. I bought wow. like all this stuff over Memorial day weekend, Memorial day weekend. People wow. Memorial Day weekend I still don't have anything yet So it is slated to come A lot of things are slated to come in August We'll see what actually mm. shows up Oh wow I've already got an email saying We need to extend your um, delay I'm like god damn it So yeah nothing I don't have a dining room table I don't have a bedroom set Luckily I've moved my old bedroom set Into the second bedroom So I'm living in my second bedroom Until mm. the master has furniture But something right. waiting
0: Oh man Yeah but that's something I wouldn't even have thought of, but you're right. Like the yeah. pandemic obviously affects like
1: everything being
0: able to yeah. Yeah, like, supply chain
1: is down. Right. People. And right. then high demand and there's low inventory. So
0: Oh man. Ah oh, that blows. But hopefully yeah, yeah well, I
1: mean, whatever. I'm not, you know, not a big deal. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. It'll happen when it happens.
0: Dang. You know what I want? since you're talking about furniture mm-hmm. something else that uh me and the husband have started talking about and i feel so old but i'm also super excited for this getting one of the the um fuck what are they called tempurpedic Ooh. beds but the ones that like move like Wait, where you can, the like, ones
1: like honey i fall in, i can't get up like you have to you could prop yourself up and they the way- oh you're getting- maybe that you're is a way full, to describe it full elderly the- bed <laughs> Citizen bed is so that what the
0: you're way- for <laughs> these days? Look, um, the reason why is of interest to me is like your girl has noticed that perhaps on occasion she will get some heartburn, and she oh. needs to sit up <laughs> in bed. Is like this just know, making it worse?
1: Like is this just alert? making? <laughs> no, I know this is getting, <laughs> getting life alert now, honey. <laughs> <laughs> jeez I mean I have do oh, I thought <laughs> that the, picks the, the, me up I don't,
0: <laughs> fuck you oh I hate you <laughs> I really thought I was like in my head I was like gearing up I was like no 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 let me explain this is gonna make it sound
1: even so better. much better
0: and you were like nope that just continues the trend of you are crossing into elderly territory um yeah well
1: the other thing
0: <laughs> i'm sorry i'm gonna fuck it i'm gonna keep going i don't care fuck i'm gonna it. own I mean, it i don't give a fuck.
1: somebody out there who is really on your shit so i'm listening yes
0: yes thank you probably the one listener who is like yeah i'm 40 and i got neuropathy fuck it um so the other thing so right the the adjustment the heartburn blah 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 i'm also like we've talked about this i'm sure before i'm a super light sleeper one of the things is, like, if someone comes into the bed, I, like, I feel it. I, I hear everything. Yeah. I feel everything. So now you can get these beds where it's, like, there's a him and her side, right? And then, like, you can get different firmness. The idea is that, like, if one person comes in, like, it doesn't disrupt the side of your bed. So, yeah. All right. yeah,
1: All right. All right. All right. All right, Ladies boy. and gentlemen, I'm old
0: and I'm okay with it. I'm fine.
1: All right, Dorothy. <laughs> thanks for that. Um <laughs> You're just like Shady Pines is waiting on you. Um, good luck. I'm gonna I be mean. so jealous.
0: Whatever. Yeah. Anyone that's like listening and hating, I'm just, you know what? I hope I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it. Dorothy but, uh, you know...
1: Rose, Blanche.
0: <laughs> all right it's gonna i don't care i don't care but the other thing though these shits are expensive so i gotta i I gotta gotta gotta...
1: all of that sounds like ten thousand (laughs) dollars yes no
0: you are absolutely right you are absolutely sounds pricey sounds like so it really i can't afford (laughs) it really was like hey do we want to get a car or do we want this bed so like yes it is it is up there um, I don't know I don't know maybe we can get Tempur-Pedic to fucking sponsor this podcast Ooh. and I can get I'm right no longer elderly hey
1: hey <laughs> call it your girl we looking for a Hey,
0: pedic we'll do a jingle and everything hit us jingle. up
1: the bank that <laughs> bounce hey Tempur-Girl I see you yeah I mean it's no longer elderly now look at that
0: Look at that. We just made it something's
1: love Tempurpedic.
0: Oh my god. Yes. Do you do you have neck pain? Yeah. Because you're young and just you're studying so hard. Studying Get so a hard.
1: Tempurpedic mattress.
0: Maybe you're having a lot of sex. Maybe no you are. Maybe that's part of it too. Shit. It's gonna be better on a Tempurpedic. It has to be.
1: Get a Tempurpedic ah. mattress. <laughs> are you creating advertisements?
0: <laughs> We're going to create a whole new market for Tempur Pedic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> twenty somethings,
1: twenty somethings. Yes, Yeah, So yeah, let's, it, let's, right.
0: Yep. <laughs> they <Let's laughs> can. They'll. They'll find a way. Whatever. Fuck Use it. Use coupon
1: code <laughs> BLANT Blanche. Blanche Debaro for twenty percent <laughs> discount at Tempur Oh,
0: oh my god. Oh my god try uh if that coupon code doesn't work try uh pure Aid peas uh, <laughs> pure aid peas 21 yeah enter that code yeah i don't care uh, we're gonna be- get this money we're gonna we're gonna get these temperpedics um i'm all about it yeah and uh yeah sorry that was a crazy ass tangent from you talking about furniture
1: uh no that's um, a great tangent because that's my life these days buying stuff in the house that i can't afford so yeah Woo. Oh expensive everything's <sighs> expensive the joking fucking sucks
0: yeah i can't even uh, yeah yeah i i mean i guess i can't imagine because I'm, I'm out here looking at a at a ten thousand dollar bed purchase so <laughs> I'm trying to see if i can finance it i was like can i take out a loan for this i don't know maybe i can sure fuck can it i don't care it. i don't care yes
1: um well we <laughs> had a good wrap up on our weekends <laughs> um so what are we talking about today other what than talking
0: about We're other than the golden girls um yes, yes. no so i so in, in light of you know just a just a number of things going on and crazy pandemic stuff i wanted to throw out the uh the topic of like being an empath like i think as i've gotten older um you know i've i had heard the term before and mm-hmm. i think back in the day when well, i was heard, younger i should we do
1: that let explain what m- an oh is, empath- what so
0: is. let me yeah let me see let me just see if i can get it like an official um uh definition of it but like the the way that i would put it at least right here right now is um it just I would say it's a person who is, um, they might be described as like highly sensitive, but, um, in particular, uh, they're very attuned or they kind of pick up on like people's sort of energy, um, mm-hmm. whether they, people around them be ha- were having a bad day or a good day, um, yeah. I feel like that's how it's typically used. Um, and let me see, I'm going to pull this up. See, see what the internet say. Yes. Uh, yeah. It sounds like empath is someone who feels more empathy than the average person. Okay. Seems to be, uh, uh, let me look at this other one. Yeah. So I feel like it, <clears throat> you know, from a Official standpoint, definition wise, it looks like people will discuss it in terms of like empathy, like folks feeling empathy for others. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes in like the regular society, I think the the people that may fall into this category are those people who are typically labeled like really sensitive, but like in a negative way, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you're just you're being really sensitive to whether it be like a, a comment or you know, maybe you're being too emotional in terms of how you react to something. Um, And I think when I was younger and I would hear the term empath because it would usually was talked about in kind of this overly sensitive, negative way. I was like, yeah, no, you know, I, I was like, oh, that's not me. That sounds really hippy dippy. That sounds weird. That doesn't describe me at all. But as I've gotten older, I don't know. I think there's something to it. I really do find myself in particular during the pandemic, I, there were just, there would just be like weeks where I just felt really run down. And I don't, I don't think looking back, I don't think it was anything that I was doing specifically. I think it was just sort of being inundated with like the news and, and stuff that was going on in the world and just feeling <clears throat> really for lack of a better term, burdened by it, you know, mm-hmm. like when everything was going on with Black Lives Matter and the, the various um, killings. Uh, yeah. It just really affected me. And I think it, it, yeah, it's just something that I'm, I'm coming to kind of uh, try to embrace and accept. I think again, being younger, I, I, cause it had that negative connotation. I was like, that's not me, but yeah, I think I'm really sensitive to stuff. I feel like, you know, I'm that person. If I learn of a friend's family member passing, you know, even if I may not be particularly close to that specific family member, it's like, man, I feel like that affects me in a way that doesn't really affect the average person or, you know, typically. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if you have any, uh, if you've ever felt that or if you've ever encountered people that you felt like you might categorize as a, an empath
1: I I see that buzzword a lot in social mm. media which is really why I asked you to look up the definition because Yeah. I was very unclear my from social media the way I was interpreting what em, em, an empath is as a person who mm-hmm. um not just uh like in tune or overly sensitive with emotion, but mm-hmm. more like it's taking on other people's emotions and feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and I I may I don't know if that's part of it. Like, you know, like I don't know. Like if my friend tells me again like like your scenario where um you know you have a friend's family member was hurt. Um, now are you taking the hurt from your friend and, and making that your hurt? I think
0: that's a good question. No, that's a really good question. I, hmm, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I think, um, cause part of me wants to say, part of me wants to say yes. Right. Um, but I I'm actually trying to think of like a couple um experiences where it it I think so. Yeah, I know I'm having a hard time kind of trying to like distinguish because I think I think what happens is there are there are instances where like most of the time when I felt that way, where I felt particularly um emotional or whatever it may be. It is a situation where the person who is relaying the information to me also feels that way, right? So like so I'm thinking of okay, if the person hypothetically was relaying the information to me and they were fine and they weren't particularly emotional, like maybe I wouldn't feel it as much. Right. Like the the examples I'm thinking of is like the the friend is like going through it. So yeah, there's a it makes me more inclined to say yeah, I think I'm kind of like taking on their pain. Like I, cause usually the, the direction is like towards them. Like mm-hmm. what I feel is like, Oh man, I feel for my friend. Okay. You know what I mean? It's okay. not, it's not so much focused. Well, you know, obviously I care about the family member oh, and I'm so sad about that as well, but it's more like, Oh man, I really feel for my friend and I just feel bad. And like, you know, to feel, I think a lot of times when I'm feeling that way and I'm kind of being, um, in my head, and a little bit more introspective, I'm thinking of my friend, like, I'm thinking like, Oh, man, this must be really hard. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I feel like, you know, while I hope all my friends feel like they feel comfortable, you know, crying with me on the phone, like, and I and I don't mind it. But I also will walk away probably from that experience and feel it like feel that, that emotion and their pain a little bit more, I think than like the average person, like, I feel like that gets to me. Whereas, you know, I've interacted with, um, other people in my life and I feel like they don't respond in the same way. Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of like very like they can like compartmentalize and like, Oh, okay. I'm really, that's really sad. Let me deal with this here and now. And then they compartmentalize and they move forward. Whereas I think that shit will like stay with me. Okay. Longer, okay. That's why, yeah. Okay. If that makes sense.
1: Um, I, I, I've met people like that. I personally am not like that. Um, it's that's like, great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but the, I'm probably emotionally like fucked, but that's okay. Um, I might be the company. You think so? Nah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not. I am very like when it comes to my feelings, I'm not well with my own, and I certainly mm. don't know how to take on other's people's stuff like mm. it's just too much. Yeah. Um, so I become very emotionally withdrawn. Um, huh. Not, I mean, obviously not my favorite quality in myself, but, um, I could do better in that category for my own shit. And it's really hard for me to take on other people's stuff. I am a, mm-hmm. very solutions oriented. So I want to fix it, whatever it is. Can't fix a death. You know, you can't, right. fix, you know, you can't even fix if someone's feeling bad that I, I can't mm-hmm. make somebody feel better. They have to make themselves feel better. You can, right. you know, I can do things to maybe coordinate that or. Hey, you know, let me take you to lunch. I'm like, all right, Right. I'm solution. I want to solution it because there's obviously a solution to people's emotions, right? No, not all.
0: (laughs) Right, right.
1: It's like, okay, well, let's fix it. Yeah. But I know that's not the case.
0: But it's interesting, though, that you, you know, that you said like, oh, you know, it's not my favorite quality with myself because like for a long time, I mean, even still now, like. I don't know that I like that about myself because I think that's why I feel very like, I also think I'm somebody who's very easy. I will feel overwhelmed very easily. And, and again, like growing up when I would like try to explain that to people, you know, I got their confusion. Like on on some level, I understood why they were kind of confused by my, you know, being like, I feel overwhelmed. I'm like, there's too much going on. And they were like, bitch, you're just eating lunch. Like, what is, happening? <laughs> like, what is going on? But I just, I, I think it's that. I think it's just, I, I take on too much. And I, I don't, for me personally, I have come to realize, like, while I, on one level, like, embrace it and I'm okay with, like, acknowledging it, I, I also feel like it's not, it's not the best place to be. Like, I don't think that's good because I just feel like what ends up happening is like, I feel overwhelmed and then I have to withdraw and then, you know, my sleep is fucked up. And, you know, so I think for me, at least, at least for right here, right now, it's kind of like, I'm at a place where I'm trying to embrace it and acknowledge it and Mm -hmm. then be better about maybe employing like some of the stuff that you do, where it's like, just withdrawing. Like, I, I think I have to. Because it's it can be, yeah, it can be too much. Like I don't, and I don't, I don't like feeling overwhelmed. And also, when I get to that point, like I'm not really of any use. Like I can't be helpful because I'm just like ah.
1: Do you think this is something that like runs in your family? That
0: is a good question. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I've never. I've never. You think like your mom just. Was? No, okay. but, but there were things that could have been like complicating that, um, okay. you know, whether it be like mental health or, or, or other physical ailments that were going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think my mom, I don't think my dad, do you know what's interesting though? I've never asked my brothers, but the other day I was looking at, um, my dad was really good about uh, recording home videos when we were younger and I was watching one of them. And it was so funny because I just felt like how me and one of my brothers kind of interacted with people was like really nice, (laughs) like just like very caring and very aware of like other people's like emotions, like okay. I think at one point in the video, I like went up to somebody. Is like, do you want more cake? Like, I don't know, like if hmm. you know, I just I just thought it was interesting that I was even aware of that to mm-hmm. see somebody and being like, are you still hungry? You want more cake? And like getting them more cake. How old were you? Um, get you? I think I was six or seven. I want to say, and then my brother would have been. Three or four? Okay. And I feel like even his interactions, like, you know, just very huggy and like, oh, you look sad. And like, yeah. So I think I and I think
1: you need to ask your brother what he thinks. I, sh-
0: I yeah. and, and the other thing I will say that I'm like saying this all out loud. I absolutely think one of my nieces is like she is. I mean, from an emotional standpoint, like I do not know how she is this person, because I don't, I don't think we're even on that level. But I remember like when um, our mom passed and God, I don't know how old would she have been? Like maybe seven. But I remember being sad. Like this is, this is the craziest story. I remember being sad and like, we're at the, I guess it was a viewing. So like people were coming in and out and yeah. sharing their condolences or whatever. So I'm like off on the side, just kind of like, you know, processing stuff and she comes over and sits with me and is like very caring and like, it's kind of like, you know, touching my shoulder, like, are you okay, Aunt Simone? Like, how are you? And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just a little sad. And I'm like, you know, I think, and I can't remember what I said. I said, you know, I'm okay today, but I think tomorrow I'll be really sad because tomorrow, the following day was the funeral, the actual burial. And she was like, oh, yeah, I get it, because tomorrow it'll be real. And I was like, What? Yeah. Like, and it, it, but it just conveyed this like emotional like understanding and intelligence that I was like, How the fuck do you have that at seven? <laughs> like, she's like, Oh yeah, no, I know. Cause then it'll be real. And I was like, oh my God. So yeah. Yes,
1: you're absolutely right. You yeah. Your Dr. Phil, like what? <laughs> I know, but I just, I mean, and she
0: was always, I have to say with her, like she was always like such an incredibly caring little human being. Uh, clearly like, it
1: runs in your family.
0: I, you know, but it's funny. Like I don't, yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought of that. I yeah. really wouldn't have and thought of that. Great grandparent,
1: great grandparent, but it's certainly yeah. in your family.
0: Interesting, so interesting. But yeah, I never would have. I never would have thought about that. But just kind of piecing it together right now, I'm like, oh shit, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I think she's just on next level though. Like I said, like I don't even, I don't know that I had all that, but she was just like, fucking dialed in, like a little emotional sage, you know but just the wisdom. It's just craziness. So yeah, no, I, like I said, I think that's something that I'm coming to terms with. I definitely have moments where I feel like I wish I was not like that because it just, that feeling of of being overwhelmed. Um, You know, I'm also curious if like Something else I was looking at when I was kind of like Googling it and, and trying to read more about it, like, is that just another, are empaths, could empaths or people who identify as empaths, do they also like overlap with individuals who have like other, like, um uh, how would I put it, sensory sensitivities? Like, I think I'm somebody who's also like hypersensitive to sound, like mm-hmm. sound just, Depending on the the tone or like how loud or you know I can't fucking stand bass. I just oh my god. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm super sensitive to that, and I just wonder if it made me curious if folks that kind there's of there's a
1: link to that that could be yeah who
0: knows yeah yeah something something I've thought about mm-hmm. but yeah so wanted to throw that out there. See if anyone else, you know, feels similarly. Uh, yes. If or anyone, is anyone
1: else on this uh, listening, is emotionally void like me? Now, I do not You are not. I'm, I'm really not emotionally void. I just don't know how to process my emotions. So, um...
0: but I've never felt that way about. Like I've never. I mean, you know, not that you're asking for this, you know, validation or whatever, but I, I've never felt that way about you. I've never felt like you know oh man i can't you know i can't really go to Yentel and talk to her about you know whatever because i feel like she might you know i don't know like i've never i've never felt that way i've never
1: well i think the probably the one thing in my friend friend group that i mm-hmm. feel like i'm a delinquent friend on is i don't know i not. i don't know it's just like a weird thing i have like Am, mm-hmm. am I the friend? And, and we talked about guilt a little earlier before we joined yeah. the call. Like, mm-hmm. am I the friend that no people can call when they just want to, like, emotionally vent? You know, you could tell me some bullshit that happened at work today. But, sure. yeah, I mean, anyone can talk about that. But and I'm mm-hmm. a friend when I'm, you know, when you're emotionally spent mm. that people can call. And I, I don't know if I've ever been that friend. And, and, mm. and I think it's because I just don't. I don't know how to do it for myself. How can I do it for somebody else?
0: Oh, we going into some deep stuff. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, but I, I
0: think, well, you know what that kind of says to me and, and something that I've thought about again, I feel like I'm always couching everything as, as I've gotten older, but I, I think. Being older and now having a having friends that I've been friends with mm-hmm. yourself included yeah. for a significant period of time, right? right so like right. greater than like ten years, right? Right. I, I, I think we have friends that just play different roles. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I don't know that I've ever um, I don't know that I've ever like consciously thought about that until a little bit more recently, but. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know that I'm that person, to be honest. Like, because I think even because sometimes I think my um, something that crossed my mind when we were talking about guilt earlier, the the other piece of it is like I can be overly emotional. (laughs) So I feel like. Again, depending on the space, the headspace that that person is in or what's going on with them, I still, I I may not be the person. You may not be supporting,
1: you may may take take on too much and you're like, right, right,
0: (laughs) right, right. And they're just like, why are you crying? Like, girl, I'm just trying to talk to you about this thing. (laughs) Yeah, I believe it. I believe I'm.
1: I believe valid. that's me. Also valid. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, so you want a good ice cream? I mean, like, <laughs> where, can where can we go? Like, right. I don't know. I'll buy you something. Hey, be happy. This is, you know, I, I, <laughs> it all goes to like your your parents and how. No, I know. That's and what, exactly like what I was thinking. thinking. This out. I'm like, oh my God, is this is what my parents did with me when they couldn't handle my emotions you want it you yeah. want you want some ice cream uh yeah or um,
0: or when you, they were mad at you did they ever do because i feel like i saw this on tiktok or something the When they were mad at you <laughs> right and they'd be like you want to come eat <laughs> really? dinner's ready
1: right you want dinner's you ready to and your you- favorite place yes right wait, wait, wait.
0: that's that's black yes. black parent code black- for i'm sorry i'm like, sorry no sorry <laughs>
1: right? it's, i got your favorite ice cream downstairs <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you want to go to movies with your friend? You said you were saying that But, really that's,
0: <laughs> but that's why when we were like, when we were talking about family, you're like, does it run in your family? And I'm like processing different events, and I'm like, no, my parents weren't emotionally. <laughs> They were not, it wasn't them. I didn't get it from them. I think, yeah, maybe a, a grandparent, but <laughs> not, no, no. I don't think my dad ever said sorry. Well, neither one of my parents. That's like not no. in their vocabulary. We're, we're, I think ne-
1: our parent, our age group of parents is very like in yeah. tune with that and, you know, saying sorry to their children. But, you know, generations before, there's no such thing as fucking sorry. No. The sorry was, was Never. on the table. Sorry, did you finish your homework? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, you want me to
0: check it? Yeah, you want me to check your homework real quick? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is like, oh,
1: that TV program you wanted to see—it's on now. Go, you can, yeah, you can go watch it.
0: Right. Yeah, you can bring your plate in the living room. <laughs> yeah, <you> can-
1: <laughs> I think we've all grown up with the same fucking parents. <laughs> Right. Like that's, that's the wildest shit. Cause legit
0: when you were like, Oh, your family, I was like, nah, it is not in my family. I do not remember my dad. Like my never saying, sorry, mm-hmm. never like acknowledging. Uh, I like, and I de- I'll say this. I definitely remember them acknowledging what they felt was like me just being overly emotional. Like I think um, one, like uh, one year I had tried out for, I think it was like, this is so bad. Color Guard. I tried out for Color Guard. Nerd and... <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? I'm even trying to save it because it's like, it's not even Color Guard. There's like a separate thing called Winter Guard that is like, is whole, like, it's purely Color Guard because there's no band. It's just, yeah. So okay. it's like super nerd. Okay. Um. So I tried out one year and didn't make it. Girl, when I say... It, it's so wild because I can still think back to this time and the the level of just crushed. Like, I, man, I don't know that I've ever felt that again. <laughs> like, there's like three other events in my life or maybe I've come close. But man, it was like that feeling of like, you have worked so hard for this thing and you didn't get it. And it was like, not only did I not make it, but I wasn't even like... Like the like the alternate. Like if you just fell right outside, you could potentially be an alternate. Nope, girl. Wasn't even on the list. Ooh. So, man, I was crushed. Ooh. And I I mean, when I say depressed, like I did not want to... The next day I was like, I don't want to eat. I just want to lay in bed. I think on some level my mom got it. Like she was just like, okay, you know, I get it. You worked really hard. You, you need some time to process your emotions. Oh, you were
1: really upset. I was really, like really yeah and i and I, just, I don't think there's anything in my childhood that got me upset from external yes of course I was upset but like sure i don't think like a moment like that a bad even a bad grade would give me in maybe an hour or two. yeah
0: no I, w- I mean because i think i think for me at that time that that was the first time i had ever like you know if you're like a i don't know if this is the plight of like a a uh, high achieving academic person. Right. But like I had done well in school, not yeah. to say that it came easily, but I right. worked hard. Right, like right, I was right. very much like I will put in, yeah. right. I will put in the, ad- the additional hours. I will do what it takes to get the grade. So that was sort of my philosophy with everything. Like whether it like be the sport I was trying out for or blah, 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 blah. Like I would put in 200%. So here was a situation where I felt like I, I, I put in fucking a thousand. Like I was psycho. Like I was, I mean, I had the like fucking, like you, there's a rifle and a flag and I was like practicing every oh, were, day oh. after I, how, I mean, it, the first
1: moment, like you could, you've done as much as you can. Yeah, to make this work, and you still didn't make it, and didn't. And it wasn't even.
0: And it was like not only did I just, it wasn't like I just fallen short. So like I think in my head, if I had just fallen short, it would be like okay, if I put in an extra fifteen hours, then you know whatever. Like somehow I would have rationalized it. But like the fact that I wasn't on the like, they didn't even. It it felt to me like they they don't even remember that I tried out because I wasn't even on the list of the rankings. So. I, I just was devastated like I just couldn't wrap my head around the idea that I had worked this hard for something and did like didn't even come close not even remotely close so yeah I was I was fucked up I was <laughs> for like a day I was messed up and my mom got it I think and then my dad was just kind of like <laughs> I, I can remember him like talking to my mom and was like should she talk to somebody because this <laughs> feels like a really weird like Action. it's just. Yeah, he was like, "It's just color guard. Like, it's not a death in the family. It's not like oh, it started is... back then." Yeah, wow, I guess we're having so. Having some <laughs> emotional. Woo! No, yeah, but uh, <laughs> I, I like to think I've grown out of that a little bit. But um, yeah, I color was... guard is not
1: going to do it today, but other things may do it.
0: Well, I think, I yeah, I think um, so truly, truly like, you know, therapy years later, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> figuring stuff out. Yeah. I think there definitely was something for me where it was like not assigning. And I, and I still do this. So I know it's still there. I think mm-hmm. it's gotten a little bit better. But like assigning my like value as a person. To like my accomplishments. Ooh, that's hard, money. Right?
1: Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah, I know. So even back then, because I felt like the shit that I was dealing with and what made me feel so shitty was like this existential. Like, well, who am I? Like, I worked so hard. Like, what do I do now? Like, I, I, I didn't. There? Yeah, I didn't make any contingency plans because this was the thing I was going to do. I don't, I don't know what to do now with this time that I. Had assumed was going to be dedicated to this thing. So, yeah, no, I I have. Uh, it was it was a point of um, a lot of work and focus when I started therapy. And I was like, yep, yeah, let me tell you a story about Color Guard. Let me tell about that one time.
1: <laughs> um, what did your therapist think of uh, your empathness? Or is that something you haven't discussed? <sighs>
0: Yeah, I haven't brought it up so that I. The side note, I need to find one. Um, uh, I haven't yeah. gone in some, yeah, yeah I, I haven't, haven't gone, gone to some one time.
1: since the beginning of quarantine, so yeah, a lot of yeah and it's happen. hard, it's hard, to, it's hard just to find a therapist. It is hard, then, a lot of places are booked up, yes, um, and they don't even call you back sometimes. Yes, I know, what's is is the that? most the worst part of it? Like, if I'm if 99% of the time, a person is looking for a therapist. They're probably not in a great space. Right. And then you call people and they don't even return your call. Yes. It's
0: strange. What is with
1: that? Don't know Fucking
0: them. psychological ghosting. Like, ah,
1: yes. fuck you. Like, I like call, just call me. Yes. I remember one the first time I started therapy a few years ago, I think I had a list of maybe six people that was already filtered from my health insurance and i wanted a woman and i wanted a woman of color so it was already a list that was very fucking filtered and i wanted to have a doctor a doctorate not just a licensed social worker so it was a super narrowed down list and I i called six people and one person got back to me
0: wow Man. And that's that's a whole, so like, ooh, let's get into that. This might, we (laughs) might have to continue this in another podcast, but so therapy, women of color. Did did you, have you ever had a therapist that was a woman of color? All my therapists have been women of color. Really?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, there's a website, blackgirltherapy.org. Um, writing
0: it down
1: so they feature all black women of therapy therapists i don't don't, they might be men on there too it might not just be women therapists but uh, majority of the list are women um -hmm. and you can go filter by state by region by by city Mm -hmm. and you can find all the people in your area who are black and people of color who will be your therapist and what their credentials are it does the full filter Okay. Yeah. You know what? Now that I'm writing, I
0: think, I think another friend of mine had mentioned this to me a couple of months ago. Um, wow. So that's where you, that's where you found your, your previous yes. therapist. Ooh. And so,
1: you know, from then I had to, and you can also check with your insurance provider if you want mm-hmm. a different list, because you can also filter by, you know, gender and race on their websites. Right. So either okay. way, either way, how you want to swing it, you can find black people who do things. Ooh who are doctors so, or licensed social, LS whatever that degree is. Whatever, yeah. Whatever. But All yeah, right. that's how I I prefer it because mm-hmm. I want someone to identify with my experiences. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's easy to just kind of tell what's going on in your life from, you know, a non, uh, if a white woman or white guy is listening to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course they understand what's going on in my life. Sure. But mm-hmm. a different level of understanding coming from the lens of being uh, black so yeah yeah so it's a different and it I've
0: never so it's only recently that I started to think like that's something I wanted to explore um and I think it was just just because like initially it was just hard like it was just hard to find um a therapist because for me it was I knew I also um you know probably needed medication so I was more so like looking for a psychiatrist that could kind of do both. Like Mm -hmm. I'd be going in for counseling and then also, um, medication management of some sort. Um, so that was tough, but you know, finding someone initially, but then I noticed, right. Like in, and I was part of a clinic. So what would happen is like every two years there, there'd be, um, I'd be assigned to a new psychiatrist. Um, and it was it was good in the sense that being part of the clinic kept the cost down. I feel like a little bit more so than if I had tried to find one outside. Um, but it was also good to kind of like change it up and have someone who maybe had like a different perspective on things. So for a while I appreciated it, but then I found myself kind of like always circling back to the same kind of issues yeah. that I felt like, yeah, it, it, it would inherently be tied to either race or, gender being a yeah gender and it was difficult like i would catch myself um censor i don't know if censoring is the right word but just not censoring but maybe just not going into the level of detail (coughs) that now looking back i think was really needed um and I, i do remember having one therapist wonderful white woman, young woman um who you know I felt like overall was very helpful, but it, during the course of um one of our sessions we were talking, and I think I was probably like complaining about student loan debt or something, and this could be my spin on it, you know i, I, I never really got to talk to her about it because it's one of our last sessions, but she had she kind of i felt like she kind of looked at me and was like, you know. I feel like you don't think that I understand what you're going through. And in that moment, I was just like, yeah, I don't think you do. (laughs) Like, and I, and, but in my head, you know, what I was trying to convey is like, yeah, you, you can't know all the ins and outs because not only, like surface level it it's going to look like i'm just talking about student loan debt and yes maybe you have some understanding of that but really like to unpack all that another layer is like not having family that can financially help me maybe you are in that category you may be but more often than not you know i feel like those are the things that are brought up by students of color and then on top of that um it's just the, you know, sometimes I would even get into like the experiences of law school and like feeling like there was a little bit of gatekeeping in terms of like information and specifically like financial, like how do you prepare financially for taking on this education and what do you do? And I just remember people being, you know, very pushing the the bar study loan. Like everybody was like, oh, you just do what you got to do to take out all this money. And I was like, But what if we can't, like, like there's an underlining assumption that we can all qualify for this loan. And I had a really hard time qualifying. Like I ultimately had to like have my mom sign off on something and it was something crazy. But anyways, it just basically was this discussion where I, I'm sure she meant well, and I'm sure she was trying to be empathetic and and understand, but all I was trying to convey was that look like you're not you're not going to know. There's just too many levels to this yes, for you to truly. Her, I'm
1: sure she got everything you were saying, right? But right, there's, right there's there's levels to it being a yeah know, a personal career. yeah. So yeah, that's why I don't know. I think I don't really care about race when it comes to like other parts of you know being it like medical things.
0: But when it comes to Mm -hmm.
1: mental health, I think it is important personally for me anyway, um, that Mm -hmm. I sit with someone who identifies, has my full identity.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think it also even would come up sometimes, like when you do, what is it? Cognitive behavioral therapy and you're working on like, I forgot the term. Is it limiting beliefs or or whatever the, your belief system, like what's going on in your head in terms of these thoughts. And a lot of that is like figuring out like, okay, well, what's, what is like, which beliefs are distortions? Which one of them are, are you catastrophizing? Mm-hmm. Like what's going on? And I feel like sometimes those thoughts and those beliefs are things that are unique to being a person of color. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I I feel like my, I don't know, hypothetically, like I feel like my supervisor doesn't um, respect me as a black woman. Mm-hmm. And then you might give an example and then depending on what that example is and who the therapist is like they they might be inclined to go you know to be like oh that could be a distort like maybe he didn't mean it that way and you're like oh mm. yep 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 and i'm like ah maybe <laughs> but probably probably right yeah, right right, yes. Right, yes. right so i that that was something else that i found really interesting so yeah i might I'm, I'm going to explore this website and see Yeah, I'm no where
1: you're located. It's probably a lot easier, you know, if it's, if you're not in like Nebraska. So I'm sure it's, well, uh, well, it's again, my, easy to find, but you know, the, the right. whole process of, you know, their availability and you know, right, that, that's a whole yes, nother level, piece. but you'll have at least some quantity to choose from, but you may not oh, have gotcha. much people who actually have the capacity to even take you as a client. Right. So right, know, right, right. I don't. Right. I didn't realize that. Yeah, how hard therapy is. And again, if you're reaching out for therapy, you probably need somebody to talk to. So to kind of leave people just kind of hanging, it's kind of weird. But okay.
0: Yeah. But I have a feeling
1: it may just be just the overwhelming amount of people they get like that. You know, yeah. we're not the only people yeah. just kind of cold calling, like, "Hey, can you fit me in? Can I? <laughs> right. I need help." So they're getting a bunch of people doing that, and it's hard to. Keep yeah. all that together with limited resources. So,
0: right, right. <laughs> and it's just, it, it is damn expensive. So, there's like a couple folks I thought about, you know, because availability seems to be an issue. I was considering, well, maybe I can pay out of pocket for a little bit and, you know, up until there's somebody else that has availability and is, you know, covered by my insurance. But, goddamn, some of these places were talking about like the initial new patient. Uh, visit being something like five hundred dollars, and I was like,
1: "What? Wait, you wouldn't? What? Why?
0: I don't know. Hmm. I, I couldn't even understand. I mean, now granted, I could do it and submit it to my insurance and see if well, you know,
1: yeah. But that, but but happen. I was like, "What are you doing?" Also, that therapy is expensive, but a lot of people are figuring out ways um to mitigate that, even like. Even with the therapist I have, they're like, we don't have insurance. We give you a discount. So, mm,
0: you know, okay. it may not
1: be, it may not be, still may not be an affordable discount, but they try. They try. with Right. Can. So.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. But.
1: Yeah. But we really got to start pouring our more into ourselves with mental health. So now, yeah. now that we've had this conversation, I'm like, I want to go back to therapy. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think it's, I, you know, yeah. it, it, it can be helpful.
1: I, I think it's hard I've definitely... finding the, the, the right fit for you. I've had yes. therapists. And while one, I didn't even like as a person. Mm. But the other one mm. I loved as a person. But I just felt like as far as my treatment, it just mm. wasn't quite right. Yeah. So.
0: I had I had one. It was like, oddly enough, it, it was a younger gentleman mm-hmm. who I man i just dug him i dug our sessions i felt like we were i don't say like on the same page because clearly he's there to help me um but i just felt like we were speaking the same language like there was there was something where it was just really easy to to talk to him and kind of like lay stuff out but because it was a clinic he ended up um shifting gears and i think his focus ended up being something like, um like the, what do you call it? Like the elderly population. Okay. So now like he may be private practice, but he's not even, you know, he's not focused on us, us youngins. And I was like, oh man, like I really like it's, that sucks. It sucks when you find somebody and you're like, ah, dang, I wish I could continue this, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't work out.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, mental health is important. Y'all mm-hmm. see, find your people. Um, don't give up and if you find a therapist and you don't like them don't don't think that that's it like don't think
1: you're required to stay with them please
0: right 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 Right. please you know see if you can find another one because i want to believe that there's someone out there that gets you in the way you need to be uh understood Mm -hmm. so yeah absolutely let's do it let's get back back into therapy (laughs) i was like i need to i just this pandemic is too someone's gonna help me with my focus yes and one more tip
1: one more tip on the therapy mm. in order for therapy to work people you have to be fucking honest about your life and the things mm. that are going on they only know mm. what you tell them okay they're not mind mm. readers they don't know you from adam they're trying to figure you out so if you are not honest, either withholding information or lying about shit, it's not going to work, hon. It's not going to work. So you really have to try. And I know sometimes things are just difficult just to talk about and you may need some prodding to talk it out. But please Mm. try to be as honest as possible when it comes to therapy. One of my first things I did not do, and and maybe I just didn't understand how this should work, was like, well, maybe we'll get there. Maybe she'll ask me and then I'll have to say it. Mm. And then but she doesn't know that's not your focus, or he or she. Or right, are the therapists, right. know like that's the issue that's bothering you, or you want to talk about it, but you don't know how to talk about it. So sometimes you're just going to have to say it, say it, yeah. and then they can they can kind of guide you through. But this is a, it's not just someone sitting there, and you know they only get the info that you give them. So oh. you have to be honest, whether it's withholding or, or just lying, which I hope you weren't lying. But sometimes just withholding is just as bad. Yeah. So just be honest about things, or your your thoughts, your feelings, shit that happened, and it will be a better session.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Nope, that's a good, that's an awesome point
1: because I, I did the same thing.
0: I felt like there were things that I was like, oh, we'll eventually get to that. Like, and you don't. You know, when I growing up and certain things that, you know, I think could have affected me, oh, we'll get there. Mm -hmm. And it's like, nah, just, just, just put it out there. Like, if you already know that and it's kind of in the back of your head, just, just throw it out there and let them, you know, try and guide you through whatever that process is to, to deal with it or understand it or, you know, whatever it may be. Right. Um, Right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Therapy is, Yeah. It's a learning curve, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. like it's about understanding what therapy not only what it is but what it can be, and yeah, and knowing that it it can be what you need it to be, but you do have to kind of take the reins sometimes and and uh be a little bit more vocal about what's going on definitely so yeah, yeah people's get 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 your therapy on highly recommended by your girls here, please. And then, uh, you know, afterwards, uh, get your tempur with code... Uh...
1: <laughs> Life Alert. <laughs> 20% off. <laughs> Life Alert. <laughs> oh,
0: what am of that age? It's fine. I'm, I fine. want my tempur I'm all about it. It's fine. Now, oh, gonna, now
1: Tempur-Pedic is going to release like the 20-something version of this bed. So it'll cost like <laughs> I don't know like $5 <laughs> 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 you'll have half the the foam mattress
0: <laughs> no you know what it'll be it'll probably be some weird fucking like subscription like I feel like every company is doing that now where it's like oh just pay $20 a month you don't own for it
1: for 4000 year
0: or it's like, or maybe you're just renting it and then you like turn it in after five years and they refurbish it and give it, you yeah, know, lease it out. Her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now that I say that out loud, that should be a thing. Oh, yeah. I, I would, I would, you just gave Tempur-Pedic a new business. Man, model. We
0: just, we just helping Tempur-Pedic know, all over the place. I know. Oh my goodness. I know. Well, how are we feeling? We think uh, well, any other topics we want to we want to throw out there or oh,
1: no have a good week be kind to yourself kind of yes. others if you're empath fucking feel that shit if you're not empath, <laughs> figure out how to feel some shit you know right just, just fucking be
0: kind yeah be kind kind to others kind to yourself uh yeah shout out to my empaths um and then yeah don't be afraid to take a break take take if you got to shut down social media, if you got to fucking just not see people for a little bit, it's all right? It's okay. Like, yeah, take take time for you. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Well, to next week. Uh, be good. Be well. And we'll we'll see y'all back in Jersey. Word. Bye. <laughs> Word. Bye. Bye.